Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Healing in Hindsight. Um, just cutting to the chase, this is season finale time, part one. So you got one more episode, but it is now time for season two to come to a close um, with the start of the new year, everything. Um, I mean, this was originally the plan, but just wanted to take some time and have some reflection over the show in 2020, um, some things with me, what I would like to do um, in 2021, and what you can expect for season three, which we'll go over in the next episode. Um, but for now, I just wanted to take some time, reflect on the show and some learnings that I've had. And I know I didn't put out a New Year's Eve episode. It's truly because um, as I was starting to prep everything for it, it just didn't feel right, if I'm just being completely honest. I know the new year and everything that's going on, there's just a lot of mixed emotions. And I just really felt like it was a day of reflection and that it was a time for people to just be with themselves or with their families if they were able to or chose to and not have another thing to like be absorbed into social media or whatever. So I, I want to find a balance between sharing stuff for you to consume and, and noodle on um, as well as just respecting that sometimes you just need an unplugged day from the internet. So I am here in my little sacred space. Um, I felt like it was really important to end the season where the show started, which is in this corner. Um, now I'm actually on the floor <laughs> and I've turned this into, again, my little sacred space. So I journal here, I read here, um, I meditate and pray here. I literally can just um, stretch out on the floor. I've got lots of blankets and pillows, just make it really cozy and comforting, um, to allow me, uh, that connection with myself. But before I turned it into this, it was my desk area. It was my recording area. Um, if you look at the first video that I put up on Instagram, um, I'm technically in this corner. You can see part of my, uh, vision board, which is now updated to reflect what I would like to do for 21. Um, but yeah, I just felt like it was meaningful now that this space is transformed to end the season where it started and to be excited for what this year, 2021 is going to be. So with that being said, let's get started. Perfect. You're listening to Healing in Hindsight. You are no BS source for thriving with diabetes. What's up, guys? I'm Taylor Danielle, and it's my goal to help millennial diabetics like myself live an amazing life without your diagnosis getting in the way. I get it. I was diagnosed back in 2015 with type 2 diabetes, and it was really hard to find people around my age to understand how to travel, socialize, or even have meaningful relationships. But I feel like with a focus on mindset, perspective, and nutrition, Together, we can take back our health and our lives. Consider this the red table talk, but for diabetics. E minus the entanglements, though. So let's do it. All right. So I decided that I wanted to share some reflections on last year and like a little reminiscing of starting the show and things that happened. 
and I decided to utilize the 2020 reflection from the um, 2021 Biddy Tarot Planner. Um, I really just, um, I've had a lot of self-discovery and openings and trying new things. And part of that has been getting into tarot. Now, to be clear, I use tarot for self-development. Uh, the Lavender Lifestyle, um, I know there's a shop, there's a show. I cannot remember the host's name right now. I feel so bad. So if, if she watches this, listens to this, I'm so sorry, but I promise to tag you. Um, but I really liked her video on using tarot for self-development. Um, I know that there's a lot surrounding tarot and I just feel like the only thing I should say is just do your own research and just trust your intuition and protect your energy and yourself. I don't see tarot as witchcraft. Um, one of my good friends just really said it's a tool to tap into your intuition, right? So I use them to just kind of give me questions and uh, help me focus my energy into the right places. So I won't share the cards. Um, I think I'll just leave it, you know, to to be personal to myself. But I do want to reflect on um, six of the eight questions that's in the planner for uh, the 2020 reflection. Um, the last two are things that I just feel like I want to keep to myself because it's about you know, going into this year and goals and things like that. And if you've been following me on Instagram, I already told you what my four goals are on the 31st. Um, and so I feel like that's what I'm going to leave it at. And, uh, as more develops and I'm ready to share more, I will. So don't not keep up with me. Um, but if you're curious as to what they are, head over there to Instagram and you'll be able to see. So, um, the first question that it asked about is, um, what were my biggest achievements in 2020? And, you know, straight up launching this show, launching this show, converting it to a podcast because, uh, Healing in Hindsight did start out as a blog, but I had huge imposter syndrome and writer's block because I was trying to be something that I wasn't. Um, and so when I recognize that when I have conversations or I'm, I'm talking about this, um, that's where my passion comes out. That's where you can really just hear how much this means to me, no matter how long it's taken me to get to this point. Technically, this is what going on six years. Um, my diabetic anniversary was back in November and we're talking five years, um, of being a diabetic. Um, am I fully healed? No, but I am well on my way. Um, you know, I did lower my A1C. Um, I'm right on the edge of being at a point where I can uh, hopefully come off medication. Um, you know, I'll be honest, the last couple of months have been a struggle a little bit. You know, when I uh, share that I was having um, a really bad kind of depressive episode and I worked myself into the ground and didn't really give myself any rest. And along with that came you know, not taking my medication properly and, you know, kind of just eating whatever and not really checking my numbers, things like that. So it's by no means perfect. But I will say that one of my biggest achievements is just launching the show, getting it going and being able to have the opportunity to share my story and the stories of others. Um, I've really appreciated the guests that I've had on uh, both in season one and season two. Um, and I would say my second biggest achievement is directly related to starting the show, but it is just holding up the mirror to myself and really starting true deep work on myself um, and recognizing those dark areas and shadows that I was just kind of leaving over to the side 
and facing my insecurities about, you know, the vanity, um, whether it's the metrics of having the show versus just me in general, um, of why do I care so much about my appearance in, in an unhealthy way? Um, you know, trying to, uh, shape my body into something that it just doesn't fit a mold of and all of these things, um, you know, my self-esteem just of myself and feeling confident in my abilities, you know, I, became uh, a manager in uh, 2019 and went into the new year as a manager and then lost my job, you know? And so feeling confident as a professional, um, you know, and, and knowing that I have value to give, um, whether that's in corporate America or doing my own thing. And I made Healing in Hindsight and an official LLC um, in August, right before launching the show, um, which is another big achievement for me. So I am a business owner and I feel like I am at a place where um, I'm recognizing the value that I have, even though I'm small, even though I am working on, you know, making the life that I dream of. Like it's it's in that space of humility that I feel really grateful um, and feel really accomplished, you know, even though there's a lot more that I want to do. So, you know, getting the show going taking some time to acknowledge myself and, and excuse me, start the work on myself and, you know, making this into a real business and carving my own path. You know, I feel like those are things worth celebrating and I'm proud of that. Even though there's more that I like to do, I'm going to, you know, take this moment to really just be grateful um, and accepting of that. Um, so that leads me to question two, which is what were my biggest challenges for 2020? <laughs> and the challenges that I had, uh, they all start with me. Um, you know, it's, it's recognizing my value and my worth and having to strip away conditionings of how I should carry myself, of how I should seek my spirituality, of how I should have my own, you know, way with God and, um, how I should run my business and how I should, you know, uh, operate my show and trying to get all these followers. And, you know, so it was just a really deep, very naked stripping away of things that may have worked for others, but not for me. And that was a huge challenge because I invested time and money, especially into trying to make these things possible. And, I had to learn that, yes, I need to change and I need to adapt and I need to be able to be fluid and flow. But at the same time, I can't always follow the norm. And that was hard because you're seeing people have all the success and do all these things and following the strategies and all the stuff. And I'm just like, why is that not working for me? Um, and it's because it's not it's not my path. And that's OK. It's quite true to Taylor's nature of never following um, a, uh, guided path. Um, I'd rather apparently take a machete and just venture into the jungle and cut my way into my own. I don't know, <laughs> but, um, it's definitely been a challenge to accept that things don't flow exactly the way that I want them to. And I need to be able to just, you know, sit back and operate in a bit more of simplicity. I mean, I'm, I'm optimistic, but I can get so caught up in like, this is not going the way that I want it. I'm not seeing this. I'm not seeing that. And it's just like, it's okay. I need to sit back and I need to be able to flow with things because um, with everything that I feel, you know, confident that's going to happen in the next six months or so, 
Um, if I can't adapt and if I'm so stubborn on it has to be like this, um, then, you know, I might lose out. Um, which kind of leads to another, you know, biggest challenge that I've had, and that is other people's feedback. And I want to be clear in unwanted feedback. And, you know, in the life of pursuing, I don't even know if I call this pursuing, but like, I didn't wake up one day and decide I want to be an influencer. And I want to, you know, I none of that. I just, I saw a need. I saw what I didn't have when I was diagnosed. And I was like, well, the online space is very open. And at the time I thought forgiving and, you know, it's a space, space where it can turn into something. Um, so let's do it, you know. But now it could be the furthest thing from my mind to, you know, seek approval from the social media influencer space. Um, I started out that way. Uh, I will just be very upfront about it. When I first launched Healing in Hindsight, I knew the core of my mission. I knew the core of what I wanted to do. But there was also like, oh, I really want to monetize. And what if I could do this? And, you know, the entrepreneurial spirit was there, but in the wrong vein. And so um, one of my biggest challenges was just letting go of the thoughts and expectations of others, but at the same time, like not allowing unwanted feedback to just be so jarring for me that I couldn't take the nuggets that were, were valuable and leave the rest. Um, so I'm, I'm a Capricorn, um, January 15th. <laughs> and you know, my, my rising is cancer and my moon is Virgo. And so I care a hell of a lot what people think of the work that I put out. If my name is on it, it, it there's no shitting on it, in my opinion. Like it is, Taylor's work is solid. You know, whatever Taylor does, like, unless I'm asking for feedback, you know, there shouldn't be any. And I think that's something I had to really learn. And that's been one of my challenges is I've came from a world of constantly asking for feedback. I, I, no one ever had to give it to me. I was always asking for it. And so now that I, you know, kind of took a bit of a backseat corporate wise and trying to build my own thing, um, I've become very prideful over this. This is my baby. I have invested a lot of money into this. I've made it an LLC. I am a business owner. So someone coming in when I didn't ask for them to, to say, here's this and you should consider this and you should do that. Like, no, like this is, this is, this is mama bear mode now because I'm protecting what I'm building. I don't need your input, but it's also bled into personal life too, you know, of like, okay, I just had this question about this one thing and you're going off into territories that I didn't ask for and that's rubbing me the wrong way. And so my sister kind of told me best and my partner too, of like, step back. It's okay. Just let it roll off. Um, now I will say there was a bit where I found my voice a little bit and being able to express myself and like, it's not what I asked for. Cool. Here's my thoughts on this, but all right, I'm gonna fade back a little bit. Um, and I've fine tuned that a little bit to where it doesn't come off so defensive. Right. But, you know, it's definitely been a challenge of like having people speak to you about something that you're not even requesting them to speak on. And being willing to put up the poker face and just be like, all right, the intention behind this is good. 
And even if it's not, I'm not going to let it phase me to a point where I just have to go like complete angry mom uh, and protect myself because I feel like I'm being attacked. I feel like someone is tearing apart my work and I know my work is valuable um, and I can always improve upon it. I know this and I need to get used to the fact that people are going to have opinions and I'm not going to be able to control when they throw those opinions out because that's really all that it is. I'm trying to control but beating you to the punch of like please give me feedback because now I'm prepared I'm armored I'm not going to be my feelings about it and especially in the online space that's just not how it goes like people are going to share people are going to say things and so far no one said anything mean but I'm going to have to be prepared for that and I feel like you know people challenging me in my personal life or just sharing you know uh, their opinions in my personal life is it was a huge challenge and lesson for me and how I'm moving forward in this online space. So that leads to number three, uh, which is how have I developed as a person? And it has been I feel like my development as a person has made me even more humble than before. Um, but at the same time, it has pushed me to brag on myself. And I don't even like the word brag. I just feel like it's, it's too crass, but like, I am often afraid to talk about my accomplishments, um, because I am very much a person of like, but I haven't gotten here. I haven't gotten here. So I can't say that I've done something great until I've reached this milestone. That's kind of the person that I am like. Until I'm reaching these goals, like, nah, I'm still, I'm still, you know, digging through the trenches, hustling, all of that. When in reality, I need to celebrate what I have accomplished because they are still meaningful things. Um, you know, I'm very proud of the fact that I've been in therapy for almost two years and that has really opened me up into a lot of self-reflection and now as I navigate my relationships and new people, like not only am I hyping others up, but I'm not afraid to say, hey, but I do this, you know? And so it is very hard to do um, to want to raise your hand and say, can I talk about myself? <laughs> right. Um, but I've done it. I did it in a uh, self-care workshop. Y'all heard me talk about this multiple times. Um, I just raised my hand. I didn't even think about it. I'm just like, I just need to get up here and spit. Right. Um, I got to do, um, you know, an email to the almost 30 uh, podcast community, um, just sharing my thoughts about the same uh, workshop. But it was really cool to just share my story and like show people like, hey, it's cool to hype yourself up. It's cool to love you and take time for you. Right. Um, I did my first paid speaking engagement. Um, you know, I've I've just developed this appreciation for like Taylor you have value you can offer things it's okay to hype yourself up it's okay to be like you know I'm kind of the shit right like I might not have you know the the masses running for me right but at the same time I'm doing what I know feels good and that's all that matters and if I touch one person great great because it still has a ripple effect into every aspect of their lives and possibly the lives of others and really developing this sense of it doesn't matter who's looking who's watching as long as I approve and I feel good about the, the decisions that I'm making then 
great. Everything else will fall into place. Um, I couldn't say that two years ago. <laughs> there was just no way that I would ever just be like, you know, I would just sit in my corner. I would just be like, I'm not, I used to compare myself really bad, even to my closest friends. Like, you know, man, y'all are doing this. Everybody's graduated college. I didn't, you know, I'm, you know, kind of bouncing jobs and, you know, I'm trying to figure out how I am in the corporate world and, you know, all these things when it's just like, you know what, I'm a good person and I am taking the time to do good things. And every interaction that I have, I'm making the attempt to lead that interaction and make it better than what it started with, you know? So I've developed in just a deeper appreciation to hype myself up and to, you know, working on my shadows and sitting with my inner child. I used to really just like look at people strange when they say that. And so I sincerely apologize to anybody who does inner child work. Please keep doing it because I just felt like it was weird to say inner child, but I get it now. And I am constantly looking to little Taylor and just trying to hug her and love her and let her speak to me and, you know, hear the things that you've been leaving me in the dark with and it's time to heal and address them. So um, that development has been great. And I think the, the final thing for me is just my relationship with money. I twist my face up because... It's so hard. I just, I like things. I do, I do like things. And it is something from my horoscope to my birth chart to all the things that is a thing for me to look out for. Um, because I like to fill the voids of what I'm lacking, you know, spiritually with stuff. Shiny new things distract me long enough to get me to the next thing, right? Um, but now as a business owner and wanting to you know, continue to provide value, I recognize I can't spend the same way that I was doing. And even outside of business, you know, it was putting me in really bad places um, with my home life. Like I can't um, seek to buy and own land if I'm spending frivolously on makeup and clothes that I don't need. I have plenty of makeup and I have plenty of clothes. And, you know, I have to remember that some of my favorite beauty YouTubers are being sent this stuff or they have this space to buy this stuff. It's their passion. It's their avenue. So of course they're gonna have 50 different lipsticks and lip glosses and shadows and highlighters and all the things that I love. But that doesn't mean I have to, right? So it's just recognizing what are the things that are valuable to spend on, what's not, you know, if I really want to get myself into a good place to be able to excel my business and excel my personal finances, I need to really heal my relationship with money. And so that has been a huge development um, for me lately. I have been doing a lot better in how I manage my money. And I feel like that is setting me up to really be able to receive bigger abundance because I just realized like God is not going to bless me with a ton of money if I can't even handle the little bit of money that I'm getting now, there's no way. And I refuse to, you know, go out and, you know, maybe one day I win the lottery and then I end up dead broke, you know, a year later because I didn't know how to be responsible. Um, I'm saying that because I actually feel, I'm, I feel like I'm going to play. I'm feeling like I'm going to play. Um, anyways, more for like shits and giggles, not because like, 
you know, you just feel like when certain numbers pop up, 21 has been popping up a lot for, a lot for me. And in numerology, that would actually technically be three. So I just kind of feel like, you know, completion. Let me, let me just try. So, um, anywho, so a <laughs> lot of development as a person. Um, what did I learn in 2020 is number four. And, you know, there's just a lot of like, <laughs> it, it, uh, as you can see, the theme is all flowing back to me and how I'm doing things, um, which is hilarious. But accepting change and accepting change that I don't usher in because I feel like when I'm the person making the avid moves for changes, it's easy. It's a lot easier to be like, okay, I can flow through this. I wanted this to happen. Um, but when it's not me and it's just happening, I was very resistant. And in that resistance, I had a couple setbacks. Um, but now in recognizing that opportunities and abundance is really going to flow for me, I have to be able to pivot and accept and, and move and just, you know, not have such these huge grand expectations, have grand dreams, right? But recognize the realistic value of it might not always come in, in a way that is my exact doing. Um, I hope that makes sense. But just really accepting change and not resisting transformation and transcendence. Um, because especially my, my need for approval of others and for people to not critique, um, I have to be willing to, you know, be solid in my foundation of what I believe in um, and flow even when others don't agree or even when like there's suggestions that I wouldn't personally, you know, think to pursue. Like I just have to accept change and transformation, um, whether that's change for the good or change where like I have to let something go because it doesn't serve me anymore, you know, um, trying not to hold on so much to something that if I'm really not feeling like this, hell yes, this needs to happen, then it needs to go on the hell no pile and keep and, and, you know, be gifted off to somebody else to kind of bring to life, you know? So I would say that's one of the biggest things that I've learned in 2020. Um, you know, I think the other thing is, I hope he doesn't feel weird about me saying this, <laughs> but you know, kind of just releasing the vice grip on my partner. And I say that in a sense of like, you know, we've gone through a lot in the last couple of years. Um, obviously 2020 was no different for us in all of the, you know, racial unrest and all these kind of things like that. But I literally told him on New Year's Eve that I have such a, a deep respect for him and I hold his opinions of me in such a high regard that I lean so hard on him for validation on if I'm doing something right. Um, and I can't do that. You know, I can't expect or um, ask for him to kind of just be the final gavel on everything. I think, you know, seeking support and counsel is good with your partner. But Ultimately, I have to make the decision. He can't make it for me, you know, because it's not designed for for me. It's designed for him and his thought process. So I've definitely learned that 
I need to give him space and not worry about him so much and that his own walk and journey with his relationship with himself and his spirituality and all these things that he's going to do what he has to do for the betterment of himself first and our relationship, which comes second because the both of us can't function if we aren't right with ourselves. And I definitely don't want to bring any negative energy or anything like that to him simply because I need to get my shit together and vice versa. And so um, having faith and trust that our our love and our relationship will remain strengthened by us continuing to grow ourselves and develop ourselves and then bring that together, but not being dependent on one another to validate what we're doing. Um, and so, you know, we had a discussion about it and I'm like, you know, it's, it's something I recognize that I do. I depend on you way too hard to make me feel good about decisions that I'm making. And I have to own that. And, you know, at the same time, I kind of need you to just start vocalizing because I tend to just, um, always be the initiator of, do you have a thought on this? Um, but it ultimately lands with like me trusting my partner and the relationship that we have, that things will flow. And I just need to make sure I'm doing everything that I can on my end and I'm being accepting, open and, and reciprocal to everything with him. So those are kind of my two biggest things. Um, if I could describe 2020 just three words, which is question number five, uh, it's create, accept and prosper. Um, you know, create is like, just, just fucking do it guys. (laughs) Like just do it. Like whatever it is, just do it. Like I am not making any money, right? I'm not, you know, living this grandish life right now, but that's okay. I'm creating, I'm speaking, I'm engaging. I am enjoying the, uh, the process. I'm getting back into my art. I'm doing so much that, feels really good to me and it really just started with fucking do it (laughs) okay um you know sorry I hope you're not listening to this around kids or anything y'all know how I roll though but just do it just do it and see how it feels and you know it's just like walking with, with little babies like they're gonna feel wobbly and they're looking around they're like what and if they fall back down they're like wait what I was just up like what happened and they keep trying, you know? And so that is honestly what this year has taught me is just do it. Like clearly the world shut down and you're still able to start something. You know, it, it almost gave us the room and the permission, I feel. And now it's just like, you don't need permission from anybody else anymore. Like that's what this year has proven. You don't need permission. You know, you just need to to choose what's valuable to you and just do it. Is it valuable for you to start that business? Is it valuable for you to start that podcast, that YouTube channel, that hobby? It's it's not even something that has to bring you money. Like I wanted to read more and I'm finally finishing a book and got 10 more on deck to read and I plan to read them all. I finished three journals, like just start. Might have got a little, little passionate there because just start. Um, Accept is, is like the change you know, the times, um, just having acceptance of self, having acceptance of the relationships that you have, the relationships you might've had to let go of. Um, 
accepting where I am with my diagnosis. Um, you know, again, five years into this, guys, I'm not perfect. I spent two years in denial, you know, and I'm still um, making changes and shifts that we can all do. And I'm still getting up every day and trying, but I also recognize, okay, when I wake up and my numbers for the morning might have been 280, yikes, I'm going to accept that. And you know what? I'm going to move forward and make the appropriate changes throughout my day to get myself back on track, you know? So just kind of being present, you know, almost is, is something that I feel like is a big thing for me uh, from 2020. That's why accept is one of those words. Excuse me. And then prosper. Um, I actually made money, <laughs> you know? I mean, it wasn't a whole lot, but I'm still grateful. Um, I've been on other podcasts. I have, um, you know, gotten to write for someone. I've gotten to share my story and I've been able to um, make really great connections and, you know, I'm growing the show and I'm recognizing listeners, you know, across the world. Shout out to India. Y'all have been really listening to me and I I am so grateful um, for everybody listening. Um, you know, every time I check to see where in the world you are, um, it's really awesome to see, you know, people who are, are tuning in across the world. Um, so thank you, you know, so prosper is just kind of this thing of like, even though I'm not seeing what some people would think should be seen, like, you know, ranking in podcast world and a bunch of Instagram followers, all these things, like it doesn't even matter because that's not what I'm, I'm banking on. I think just the feeling that I have inside and, and the overwhelming love and happiness that I'm starting to feel um in everything that I want to do moving forward I think that it's just going to be prosperous just a word that's long flowing it started you know midway in 2020 and it's just going to keep flowing all the way through 2023 don't ask me why 2023 is the thing it just is I don't know I've just been going with my gut and sometimes stuff falls out of my mouth um in a way of like claiming it so we're claiming it you know um, 2023 is going to be like the next big thing for me. Don't ask me what it is. I don't know. <laughs> um, and then lastly, the sixth question is what aspects of 2020 can I leave behind? And I feel like it's a, it's a list for sure. Um, but I think it's a list that's just going to be the tests and the challenges that I come up against. Um, I feel like it's a list that is going to um, show me how much I've grown. So I'll just kind of read them off um, and, and leave my thoughts with it. Um, resistance to change. Clearly that's been a thing. Um, fear of being myself. Uh, fear of failure. Uh, fear around money. Lack of money. <laughs> Fear that my relationship isn't strong, vanity, illness, debt, financial ignorance, lack of confidence, and spiritual ignorance. Um, I'm leaving all that behind because I am well aware now of how my life is going to be. Um, I'm fully aware of the challenges that I face or will face and 
the awareness allows me to prepare to take caution but also to just flow and be accepting and surrendering to the way that things are going to unfold i don't have all the answers i don't have all the details i don't know how everything is going to go down what i do know and what literally like lights my gut up of like oh my god this is this fire is my business is going to take off don't know how i just know it's going to happen the show's going to take off um i'm going to get to meet some incredible souls uh hopefully that's some of you um i'm going to be able to bring more awareness to you know the diabetic space and be able to connect with others who have amazing platforms um, big or small, don't care, uh, and be able to just collaborate and ensuring that as we move through, you know, the following year that the stereotypes and misconceptions and lack of access is challenged and reshaped because especially for minority communities, we're getting slapped with diabetes left and right. And we got to be able to change that. And sometimes that means policies. Sometimes that means our food system. Sometimes that means taking that shit into your own hands and growing your own, right? Like, that's what I plan on doing. So it's just one of those things where, like, I just really feel like so much is about to just blossom and grow. And it's just going to require a bit of nurturing and a bit of faith and a bit of patience. Um, but that whole list is getting left in 2020 because I'm aware and there's no need to fear success anymore. There's no need to fear um, lack of money or being able to make money um, because I just know that things are going to flow in the way that they need to. And when I do come up across those tests and challenges, I know I'm equipped with everything that I need and the discernment that I need to be able to make the right decision no matter how hard. So I am really grateful uh, for how this season has unfolded. I'm really grateful for the lessons that have come from it. Um, and obviously, I'm I'm just grateful for anyone and everyone who takes the time to listen or watch because it is absolutely a lot. <laughs> and I am still fumbling through this, um, but I'm enjoying the process. Um, and, you know, there's just nothing but but amazing things that's going to be coming for um you know this platform and I'm excited to get to like have that journey with you guys um so that is all I have for part one of one of the season finale um part two I really would just like to take the time to reflect on um the guests that I've had I think they absolutely deserve another round of applause shout out all of the things um for lending their time and their wisdom to the show and then i want to talk about some new and exciting things that i am planning for uh season three and for healing in hindsight in general i really want to take things to the next level and connect with you guys deeper um and then um you know just gratitude and um you know closing down season two and resting um, so that way we can do things for season three. So um, I look forward to it. Um, hint, hint, season uh, finale, final part two is the day before my birthday. So I might be hella festive just because it'll be right before I ring in 31, which I'm very excited to 
uh, go through. It was a little feeling, I was feeling weird, y'all. I was going to be like, no, nah, we need a 30, um, 2.0 because, you know, 2020, you know, was a little weird, but now I've, I've accepted and 31 is going to be 31 as in one, as in winning. <laughs> so I'm, I'm actually looking forward to it. Um, and just really, uh, enjoying some time to myself and with my friends and family, um, safely and, you know, just, just preparing some goodies for you guys. I, I, I know, um, breaks can be hard sometimes. I promise it won't be super long, but I'm just, a lot of good shit is coming. I'm just super excited about it. So, um, that being said, I wanted to share that I am on Clubhouse. Um, I know everyone's like, the hell is Clubhouse? What's all the rage? I don't get it. Um, it's simply just an audio platform where you can have conversations in kind of like this chat room like form. Um, I've been enjoying the experience and so I will be starting rooms very soon. So if you are on Clubhouse, be sure to look me up at Taylor Danielle. Um, I would love to be able to get close to you guys and speak more about your stories and your experiences. Um, whether you are a diabetic or you have a friend or family member that is diabetic, I really want us to create community and have authentic conversations about how we can make changes, whether that's small lifestyle changes to massive changes across the world. So follow me on Clubhouse. And if you leave a review on iTunes, okay, screenshot it and four lucky people will get an invite to Clubhouse. So if you've been waiting and you uh, have really wanted to be able to check out the platform, sorry only for iPhone users, I don't know when they're rolling out Android, but if you are an iPhone user and you've been wanting to check out Clubhouse, leave me a rating, a true rating. I won't even ask for five stars. I want honest feedback on the show. Um, leave me a rating, screenshot it, send it to me on Instagram in a DM, at Healing in Hindsight, and I will uh, be gifting a direct invitation into Clubhouse for four lucky people. So um, it will be at random and I will be making that selection on January 14th, okay? January 1-4, it is my special birthday gift to four lucky people. Um, so be sure to head over to iTunes, leave a rating, screenshot it, send it to me at Healing in Hindsight in a DM on Instagram, okay? I will be blasting this all across Instagram as well, but I just want to give people the opportunity to experience Clubhouse. I feel like it's been a great platform so far, and so I would love to just share the invitations to those who want it. Um, I thought I was just gonna invite random people, but it, if you don't want it, I don't wanna you know, send it to somebody who doesn't want it or need it. I'd rather send it to somebody who, who generally would like to experience it. So leave a rating, screenshot, DM it to me, and I will catch you guys next time.